This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Wow, Matt, fellow adventurers, in the previous episode, we helped out the ancient Dumu and Lord of the Forest, Torebek. Oh, let's go. Let's go have a chat with him. You find the ancient Dolmu known as Torebek in the same area in which you first encountered him. As you slowly approach the mighty forest lord, you vividly recall the brutal battle you waged here against a small horde of stick legs that had assailed him, and they all got blown away by elementalism. Suddenly, suddenly, Torebek's wide dark eyes slowly open and focus on you. The great Domu rumbles something incoherent, then falls silent for several moments. When next he speaks, he tells you there's a place within the wood you should visit. The guarded glade is quite a distance from here, he says slowly. In that place, you will find something. Something you may not yet be seeking. Something you will, before long, need. Go there. But know the glade is guarded. The glade is protected, that is. The mighty lord of Bedlinwood. The being those kings have wandered this, this forest for perhaps longer than any of those of other. Than those of any other creature tells you how to find the guarded glade. It's a place I never visit. A place I look upon with great shame. He says, you must know those that dwell there. Those who guard the gate. They're not like me. The Donwall's grumbling voice fades away to a faint whisper and the great Gomu's eyes slowly close as he drifts into a deep slumber. Yep, nappy times. You bid, you bid a silent farewell to the ancient woodland being before preparing to set off on your way through the forest. You can now find an entry for the guarded gate on a list of special locations for Ben Linwood. Anything else, Doric? Nah, nah. Corbeck opens one eye. Short him and he mumbles a friendly beacon. Just as quickly, the eye again closes and he drifts into a deep slumber. You bid farewell to the great Dormant before once again setting off on your way through the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's leave him to his naps. When you're that old, you have to have a lot of naps. Return to previously discovered location, the guarded glade, which will be slightly easier because I just improved my equipment. Because it turned out I didn't need to equip those bone gauntlets of vigor. I could have got the bonuses from the warlord tower, and I did. From warlord helm being boosted by. The Phantom Armor. And now my stats are MR304, SP306, and Neville Reserve is still 76. Slightly stronger. Northwest corner of the Vale. Following the directions given to you by ancient Domu Gobic, you make your way to the Guarded Glade. In the northwest corner of the forest. You're standing in the northwest corner of Bentley Wood, to the south of a dense region of ancient dark hardwoods. Directly to the north, an almost impenetrable wall of towering oaks rise up from the forest floor. Near the middle of the formidable natural barrier is an opening 
the wall that leads to a tunnel beneath between the trees provides a passage into the heart of a green glade far to the north. The narrow path. A narrow path wise passes through the tunnel through the tunnel of dark arching trees. This is the guarded glade, a place described to you by the ancient Dolu Torbic. Proceed into the tunnel of trees. You step into the tunnel created by the dark, overarching hardwoods. Begin to make your way along a narrow path that heads north toward the heart of this guarded glade. You proceed, you proceed cautiously along the path, following the narrow track further north through the tunnel of trees towards the heart of the guarded glade. A flurry of movement from both the left and right sides of the path causes you to instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance. A split second, split second later, a group of four domos burst from the surrounding foliage and lumber onto the path. The cruel tree creatures, their incessant grumbles echoing off the surrounding hardwoods, quickly surround you and attack. Striping out at you with their powerful limbs is four domok. Hey! Torbic is very disappointed in you. Begin combat. It's another three plus. The fierce Dominic swipe at you with their broad limbs. I stab. Oh, oh, the Dominic grabs hold of you, entangling you with thick branches and shakes you violently. Oh no. Oh no, that's bad. Oh, does it again for 11 damage. And then again, 15 damage, but it's the better slain. 6 XP. The massive tree creatures lying dead at the edges. Now, path. You spend several moments catching your breath as you recover the brutal melee. After carefully checking over your gear, you once again prepare to resume your trek along the path that runs through the tunnel of dark, overarching trees. The ground beneath your feet suddenly quivers, and a reverberating fog echoes through the surrounding wood as the towering domok lumbers into view up ahead along the path. The fearful, the fierce, fearsome ancient tree creature, its knotted face twisted into a sinister, hateful glare, moves with surprising swiftness as it bears down on you, roaring savagely. There is little doubt that this deadly guardian is protecting whatever lies at the heart of the glade. You bravely engage your massive foe. It's a Domuk guardian. The mighty Domuk guardian swipes at you with his massive limbs. Keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. And is slain. 38 XP. Combat XP and then 32 XP to general. With a mighty bellow that rises through the trees, the towering Domok, one of the fearsome protectors of this guarded glade, crashes to the ground. The force of the impact produced by the wicked creature's collapse nearly shakes you off your feet. Thankful to survive the brutal melee, you spend several minutes recovering from the fight while you check over your equipment at last. Eager to reach the green glade at the end of the tunnel of trees, you want you again. You prepare to once again resume your trek along the path. You're standing the narrow path that passes beneath the tunnel of dark, overarching trees. Your every sense remains alert for the first sign of danger. You quickly estimate you are currently one fifth of the way to the glade that lies at the end of the path. Alright, keep going north. You proceed cautiously along the path. Following the narrow track further north, along, along the tunnel of trees towards the heart of the guarded glade. A flurry of movement from both the left and right sides of the paths causes you to instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance. A split second later, a group of three domok burst from the surrounding foliage and lumber into the path. The cruel tree creatures, their incessant grumbles echoing off the surrounding hardwoods, quickly surround you and attack, swiping out at you with their powerful limbs. It's three Domok. 
They swipe at you with their broad limbs. I stab with my very narrow dagger. And it is slain. 6 XP. With the massive tree creatures lying dead at the edges of the narrow path, you spend several moments catching your breath as you recover from the brutal melee. After carefully checking over your gear, you once again resume your trek along the path that runs through the tunnel of dark, overarching trees. The ground beneath your feet subtly quivers, and a reverberating thud echoes throughout the surrounding wood as a towering domo lumbers into view up ahead the path. Uh. Along the path, the fearsome ancient tree creature, his knotted face twisted into a sinister, hateful glare, moves with surprising swiftness as it bears down on you, roaring savagely. So there's little doubt that this this deadly guardian is protecting whatever lies at the heart of the glade. You bravely engage your massive foe. It's a Domuk guardian. The massive Domuk guardian, guardian swipes it with his massive limbs. The Domuk guardian grabs hold of you, entangles you with thick branches, and shakes you violently. But, but then it shakes me too hard, and I just slip out. But anyway, I lose 12 XP. 12 health. Alright. Keep going, keep going. And it is slain. 38 XP and then 64 XP to general. Oh, it's going up. For the mighty bellow that rises through the trees. The towering Dominic, one of the fearsome protections, protectors of this guarded glade, crashes to the ground. The force of the impact produced by the ma... ma by the way, creature's clap nearly sinks you off your feet. It actually does, but that's not really that impressive, because it's only a couple of inches. Thankful to survive the brutal melee, you spend several seconds recovering from the brutal, recovering from the fight, while you check over your equipment. At last, eager to reach the green glade at the end of this tunnel of trees, prepare to once again set off along the track. Once again, you prepare to once again resume your trek along the path. Standing on a narrow, narrow path that passes beneath, beneath the tunnel of dark, overarching trees, your every sense alert for the sense remains alert for the first sign of danger. You quickly estimate you're currently two fifths of the way to the glade that lies at the northern end of the path. Proceed north along through the tunnel of trees. You proceed north. You, you, you proceed cautiously along the path, following the narrow track further north through the tunnel of trees towards the heart of the guarded glade. A flurry of movement from both the left and the right sides of the path causes you to instinctively draw yourself into a defensive, defensive stance. A split second later, a group of five Dolok burst from the surrounding foliage and lumber into the path. The cruel tree creatures, their incessant crumble echoing off the surrounding hardwoods, quickly surround you and attack, swiping out at you with their powerful lens. This is five Dolok this time. The Dolok grabs hold of you, entangling you in its thick branches and shakes you violently. Alright, that's nine damage. Alright, stab it, stab it, stab, stab, stab. It gets a couple of specials in, but still, this is slain. 6 XP. With the massive tree creatures lying dead at the, at the edges of the narrow path, you spend several moments catching your breath as you recover from the brutal melee. You, you carefully check, ch carefully checking. With care. Carefully checking over your gear, you once again prepare to resume your trek along the path that runs through the tunnel of the dark, overarching trees. The ground beneath your feet suddenly quivers, and a reverberating thud echoes through the surrounding wood as a towering domok grumble lumbers into view up ahead along the path. 
The fearsome, ancient tree creature, his knotted face twisted into a sinister, queer, hateful glare, moves with surprising swiftness as it bears down on you, warring savagely. There's little doubt that this deadly guardian is protecting whatever lies at the heart of the glade. You bravely engage your massive foes. Domuk, guardian, begin combat. It's presumably quite large. The Domuk guardian swipes at you with his massive limbs. Alright, keeps going and going and going. The Domuk grabs hold of you, entangling you on his thick branches and shakes you violently for 14 damage and then again for 17 damage. But it is now slain. 38 XP, 96 experience to general. With a mighty bellow that rises through the trees, the towering Domok, one of the fearsome protectors of this, gar of this guarded glade, crashes the ground. The force of the impact produced by the wicked creature causes you to... Creature shakes you off your feet, but then I get up again because it's not that important. Prince is only a couple of inches. Thankful to survive the brutal melee. You quickly you spend several minutes recovering from the fight while you check over your equipment. At last, eager to reach the, the green glade at the end of this tunnel of trees, you prepare to once again resume your trek along the path. Standing on a narrow path that passes beneath the tunnel of the dark overarching trees, you every sense alert for the first sign of every danger. You quickly estimate you're nearly three-fifths of the way to the glade that lies at the northern end of the path. Alright, proceed north through the tunnel of trees. You proceed, proceed cautiously along the path, following the narrow track further north through the tunnel of trees towards the heart of the guarded glade. A flurry of movement from both the left and the right sides of the path causes you to instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance. A split second later, a group of six Domok burst from the surrounding foliage and lumber into the path. The cruel tree creatures, their incessant grumbles echoing off the surrounding hardwoods, quickly surround you. Attack swiping at you with their powerful limbs. Six Domok this time. They swipe at you with their broad limbs. The Domok pick me up. Tangle in their freak branches and just ping pong me around between them. Yes, and they keep swiping. I keep stabbing as much as I can. Anyway, they are slain. So much timber. Well, timber and firewood. Maybe they will be made into a nice chair. 7xp anyway. With a massive with the massive tree creatures lying dead at the edges of the narrow path, you spend several moments catching your breath as you recover from the brutal melee. After carefully checking over your gear, you once again prepare to resume your trek along the path that runs through the tunnel of the dark, of dark overarching trees. ground beneath your feet suddenly quivers and a reverberating thud echoes through the surrounding wood as a towering domok lumbers into view up ahead along the pathway. Towering? Weren't the, weren't the previous ones just massive? The fearsome ancient creature. His knotted face twisted into a sinister hateful glare moves with surviving swiftness as it bears down on you, roaring savagely. There's little doubt that this deadly guard is protecting whatever lies at the heart of the glade. Presumably it's something quite, something quite nice that I am destined to get. Otherwise Torbig wouldn't have told me about it. You bravely engage your massive foe. It's Dumbuck Guardian. Here we go. Massive Guardian swipes you through his massive limbs. The Guardian grabs hold of you, picking me up way too high, entangling you with his thick branches and shakes you violently. 
right. Keep going, keep going. Separate, stab, 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 stab. And it is slain. 40 XP. It's got more XP because it's tougher. And 128 experience to general. With a mighty bellow that rises through the trees. The towering Nopok. One of the fearsome predators of this guarded glade crashes to the ground. The force of the impact produced by the wicked creature's collapse nearly shakes you off your feet. Thankful to have survived the brutal melee, you spend several minutes recovering from the fight while you check over your equipment. At last, eager to reach the green glade at the end of the tunnel of trees, you, you prepare to once or again resume your trek along the path. Right. Standing on the narrow path that passes beneath the tunnel of the dark overarching trees, your every sense remains alert. Alert for the first sign of danger. Just ahead of you lies the heart of the glade. Finally! We're finally there. In the centre of the broad glassy clearing, can make out what appears to be a dark opening in the, in the earth. Virgo south and three fifths. Then the heart of the glade. Alright, step into clearing at the end of the path. You're standing at a small glade at the northern end of the path that, that runs north and south through the tunnel of dark overhanging trees. Towards the centre of the clearing, Surrounded by several mounds of rock is a small, dark opening in the earth. A set of crumbling, mossy steps leads down from the lip. The hole into darkness. Several inscribed markings on the end of the top step reveal that this is the site of an ancient crypt. Climb down into the crypt. With your... With your light flaring brightly, you cautiously descend into the tomb. You're standing at the base of a set of crumbling stone steps that lead up and out of this ancient tomb to the north. The broad passage descends into darkness beyond the range of your light. Okay. Climb the stairs. I can't. I could leave the tomb now. Alright, I'm in the southwest corner. Alright, the dungeon sort of like. The dungeon has. It splits into the north, southwest, southeast, northeast, and northwest. I'm going to explore the southeast part. You step into a small alcove in the main corridor, immediately find yourself confronted by a staggering armor clad corpse. The armored ghoul. Decay fingers wrapped around the hilt of a hopelessly rusted longsword. Moans loudly as it lurches menacingly in your direction. Hold your ground and engage the armoured ghoul. The armoured ghoul, a loyal guardian of this long forgotten tool, staggers forward and attacks, swiping out at you with its ancient sword. It's an undead, equipped guardian. Okay, let's fight it. I stab it. Yeah, the, the sword wielding ghoul swipes you through its ancient rusted blade. It's another free plus. Don't have to worry about. Don't have to worry about equipping Jara's staff because it's not scaled. And those are pretty much it. I mean, that fit. theoretically, there's probably a few regular undead when that can help, but very few of those are going to be in that very pacific range of plus nine m of melee waiting needed sort of thing for it to actually make it easier it's mostly scaled you have to worry about and even then that's only because my default weapon is so puny you were saying your first How's my body gone down? Body's gone down to 18. 
used to be a 20? Fix soon enough, no doubt. Something, something, something. Anyway, six XP, six XP, sixty-four XP to general. With a ghastly shriek, the armored ghoul staggers back and then collapses to the floor. The hideous undead being twice again attempts to regain his feet before at last slumping into an unmoving heap. Suddenly, the ghoul's remains crumble to dust. For a matter of moments, there is no longer any sign of a long dead swordsman to be had. Alright, well, that's probably a good thing. It's a west, or at least it's not going to hurt anyone else. Okay, now to check out the northeast side. It's another thing at the end of an alcove. You step into a small alcove to the north of the main corridor and immediately find yourself confronted by a staggering armour-clad corpse. The armoured ghoul, its decayed fingers wrapped around the hilt of a hopelessly rusted longsword. Bones loudly as it lurches menacingly in your direction. Hold your ground and engage the armoured ghoul. The armoured ghoul, a loyal guardian of this long-forgotten tomb, staggers forward and attacks, swiping out at you with its ancient sword. An undead crypt guardian. The sword-wielding ghoul swipes you through its ancient rusted blade. Alright, what's that? Keep going, and it is slain. I think he did a savage blow for about six damage as well. Click through that too quickly to read it. Alright, 64 6 XP, 64 XP to general. With a ghastly shriek. Yeah! I'm not good at ghastly shrieks. The hideous, hideous ghoul staggers back and then collapses to the floor. The hideous undead being twice attempts to regain his feet, before at last slumping to an unmoving heap. Yeah, looks like these undead were made to the same level of quality. They can both stagger twice. Suddenly, the ghoul's remains crumble to dust. In a matter of moments, there is no longer any sign of the long-dead swordsman to be had. Alright. Then northwest, the passage continues a little longer. But there's something in the way first. Suddenly... Your blood runs cold as a series of ghostly horn blasts suddenly wing out, seemingly from all directions. The echoes of the unsettling sound quickly trail, quickly trail away, leaving in their wake only the fami uh, familiar, eerie silence that pervades this ancient tomb. Alright, something must be coming, I guess. Alright. Coming on to the end of the passage. As you arrive at the northern end of the broad corridor, a, a tall, thin figure suddenly emerges out of the gloom ahead. You draw back in horror as a rotting, half-skeletal man, his festering torso clad in chain-clad wax, staggers into your ball of light. A, what a misshapen mass of decayed flesh, which is set into a pair of glistening black eyes into which is set a pair of glistening back eyes rest precariously atop the can atop the cadaver's thin bowed neck your wrath has been proved issued a low chilling voice of the law in this forgotten keep the secret will be yours oh i guess that's good the, un the, un the undead being stretches its fleshless hand out towards you and motions for you to step forward. Okay. Step forward I shall. This may go horribly wrong. Step towards the hideous undead figure. With your every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you warily move towards the hideous undead being. 
As you draw to within an arm's length of this watching figure, he holds out his white hand and suddenly motions for you to kneel. A fateful decision. Inexplicably, you feel your destiny may be in some way be linked to the choice you're about to make. Alright. These... Uh, they, how the how these things turned out, not yet implemented, but maybe soon. Kneel before the hideous undead creature. Undead figure. Alright, I, I guess I'll kneel, or I could remain standing. Kneel. Obeying the unspoken directive, you fall to one knee before the hideous undead being. The watting lord of the ancient crypt promptly extends his fleshless hand and places it upon your head. Oh no! Right, how do I... How do I kneel as a toad? Not sure. I'm sure I'll figure something out. Alright. Ah, it's covering most of it. Ah, it's covering most of my body. Gonna have to have a bath. After only a few seconds, the gruesome being removes his hands and steps back, swiftly vanishing into gloom. In a matter of moments, there is no longer any sign of him. You're mysteriously properly wise, feeling no different in the wake of a mysterious ceremony. You're standing in Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The northern end of the winding corridor that winds through the musty crypt is here that you encountered the hideous undead lord of this ancient tomb. Set into the north wall of this passage is a deep rectangular impression. An empty hollow in the wall is nearly an arm's length wide. Carved into the wall at the back of the impression is the likeness of a headless serpent. Alright, so I need something boxy. With a headless serpent on it. And I don't think I have anything like that yet. So I'll have to come back there. And back south along the passage. Alright. I think I'm done here. Alright. Let's just get out of here. Climb the stairs and leave the tomb. Leave the clearing. Treat south. South some more. You cautiously head south along the narrow path that runs between the tunnel of dark overarching trees. Treat south some more. Treat south some more. Leave the tunnel of trees. Back to the friendly wood. More friendly wood. Move away from here. Okay. I th think it's supposed to be something that happens if you leave that and come back. Here's some highwaymen. Just going to bash through them. Gonna quick combat these random highwaymen on the way. Down they go. 1 XP for each fight. 64 XP to general. The bandit leader has won away. And there's some loot. Most of it's terrible. And 64, 24 gold. Right, I'm gonna save. Now, is there anything new going on? Somewhere in the Shimmer Wegland. Lots of events going on. I mark Spur. Painted Peddler. Lot, lots of things to do. Still, because, well, we've only really just begun. The Adventures of Sir Crookington. Right, back to the Bentley Wood. Explore Bentley Wood. Previously discovered location. The Guarded Glade. Alright, just going to quickly clip through the trees, one fifth of the way, it's the same as 
the same as the first time, but you know, without the fights, which makes it a lot easier and quicker. Alright. Here we are, we're back to that all equipped. Is there anything here? No. Probably won't be able to do anything here until I get the item. Alright, I'm just gonna have to well I, I know what it is. So when I get when I get the item, which won't be for quite a while, not sure how long because it all depends on what order I do things in. But when I get the item, I'll go back there and use it. And then I think I'll have to go back there again to get something else. But as it, but not for now. Anyhow, we're now at. Oh, 35 minutes. I think we have enough time to do bounty number one. Or we'll be a little bit over an hour, but that'll be fine too. There's no walls saying it has to be an hour. Adventures with this location. Bounty number one. Your search for the dangerous fugitive leads you deep into Bentley Wood. Normal scout? Normal. But here we go. For three long days, you have you scoured the tangled depths of Bentlin Wood, eagerly seeking any sign. Dangerous fugitive, an expert assassin known only by his infamous moniker, Silver Snake. Once the stalwart cohort of the Phantom Assassin, the Silver Snake now plies his murderous trade on his own cause, no longer under the long shadow of his former master. I guess me killing him probably helps with that. Wanted, dead or alive, for a series of slayings in Pacquur, including the gruesome deaths, death of one of the sports city's prominent magistrates, the Silver Snake is believed to have fled to this remote corner of the kingdom. Having diligently followed up on the bits of hearsay he collected throughout the region, including two separate eyewitness reports in Hawklaw. You've come to believe that the man whose head now bears a bounty worth 3,000 gold, courtesy of Thane Maradon of Groudog, made his way into Benton and Wood sometime within the past week. Despite not having yet found any trace of him, you refuse to abandon hope as you continue your tireless search for the elusive outlaw. Now, now let's hope that now, now which one of these, now which one of the laws of the woods should he bump into first? Now if he bumps into the terrible dad lord, he's probably going to get killed, which I mean means he can't hurt anyone else, but kind of makes it hard for me to claim the bounty. Honestly, I think I think if he walked into Torbeck, he'd probably be napping, and he probably wouldn't even know he was anything other than a regular tree. I would just walk past him. Yeah, so so yeah, it probably falls to me to get him. Okay, but not yet. How do? Despite not yet having found any choice of him, he refused to abandon hope. As you continue your tireless search for the elusive outlaw, suddenly, late in the afternoon on the third day of the hunt, your determination is suddenly rewarded. As you near the top of a small wise, having painstakingly carved your way through an unyielding wall of laurel, you suddenly freeze in mid-step. With your next breath, you instinctively hop to the leap, hop down to the leaf-covered ground, and crawl your way to the edge of the hilltop your eyes fixed on the low man in the forest below. The man, clad in a mix, mix of leather and cloth, is crouched at the side of a twiggling stream, filling what appears to be a water skin. A short sword dangles from his belt, and his head continuously turns in all directions as his wide eyes scan the entirety of his surroundings. Based on the various depictions of the silver snake, you have no doubt that the man now within a stone's throw of you 
is none other than the notorious killer. Suddenly, as if something has alarmed him, the man stands up, stows away the water skin, and heads off to the east, moving swiftly and nimbly through the dense foliage, keeping your distance, making certain you never lose sight of him. You begin following him through the forest. It helps that I'm the same colour as most of the forest. For nearly half an hour, you trail Silver Snake through the forest, taking care to remain out of sight as you furtively steal. Steal along behind him. Now and again, he stops and looks back, forcing you to coldly take cover. On each occasion, your quick reaction and just a bit of luck managed to save your detection. And the fact that he was looking... Well, he was looking at things of human height. So he just kept looking right over me. Last, just if you're beginning to wonder how long you can stand, successfully maintain your stealthy pursuit, a tall rock face looms into view up ahead. Set into the base of the cliff is a broad, jagged mouth of a cave. The fugitive pauses before the cave's gaping mouth gaping more, and casts a wary gaze around the surrounding forest before stepping into the shadowy opening and disappearing from sight. It seems he is not immediately going to emerge. You cautiously make your way to the base of the rock face. Well, let's just hope there's not multiple exits in that cave, because then he could have just totally made an escape while I was waiting around. Could it mean... It's perfectly possible that a cave could have dozens of exits. Could turn up on the other side of the kingdom for all I know. You're standing at the bottom of the rock face, deep in the tangled heart of Bentley Wood. Before you, set into the base of the forest cliff, the broad, dark mouth of a cave. As you stand peering into the glare's shadowy interior, you carefully consider your next course of action. Alright, attempt to ambush Silver Snake when he leaves the cave. Now that thing, that only works if there's only one, if, if this cave is, has only one exit. And I don't know that, so I cannot do that. So I've got to, got to go down after him. Just in case. Of course, that means he's pr he, he isn't an assassin. So he's probably prepared all sorts of traps and ambushes. But that's the only way I could be sure to get him. Enter the cave and hunt down Silver Snake. Undeterred by the thoughts of encountering the feared killer in the dark, unfamiliar lair, you take one last look around before you cautiously make your way into the cave. You're standing just inside the mouth of the cave. From here, the broad level, the broad level tunnel plunges eastward into darkness. All right, I'm in the southwest corner, making my way east. Suddenly, a wander pick a random number. Bonus 38, 18 from thievery, 20 from luck. Got to get 75 or more, or get caught by the trap. Pick now. 132 success. The last possible moment, you spot a well-concealed trap set just up ahead along the passage. Working slowly and carefully, you manage to disarm the deadly snare. Out of immediate danger, but mindful to remain on your guard, you warily resume your exploration. Hmm, no XP. Oh well. You move slowly and warily through the dark, damp cave passages. You have three senses in the first time of danger, going north and west. And there's a little alcove, but nothing there. Alright, now I'm back to making my way along the northeast. Quite quite a quite a mazy dungeon this. Alright, same check as before. Pick now. 69, fairly ow, 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 ow. Without warning, you stumble into a well-concealed trap set along this length of passage. Before you can react, the deadly trap snare springs, thrusting out a sharpened lip of metal that opens a deep gash on your side. Eight damage, wounded, 
but thankful to survive the encounter with the trap, you you hop over the sprung stair and warily resume your exploration. All right, there's an alcove to the south. The remains of three goblins litter the floor of this small alcove. Based on the condition of the corpses, you believe the goblins have likely been dead for several days. Several deep wounds riddle the goblins' decaying bodies. Alright, but what got them? Was it the silver snake? I mean, we don't know how long he's been here. Because he'd probably, if he found, he'd probably want to practice on some goblins. Search the remains. You search for the dead goblins and turns up the following. You discover the following. It's just some generic loot. I'm just going to take all the good stuff. It'll disappear once you once you leave the place. After concluding your search, you prepare to resume your cautious exploration of the cave. All right. All right. And there's another. Suddenly, something stirs in the shadows just up ahead. With your every nerve on edge, you wait for several long moments, your eyes scouring the dark for any further sign of movement. At last, convinced that whatever it was that saw you is no longer here, you prepare to continue on your way, go south. You're standing in a small chamber just so south of the cave passage. The wad-clad corpse of a middle-aged man lies against the far wall. The se several deep wounds widow the man's bloated, decaying torso. Put the silver snakes work, perhaps? You estimate the man has been dead no longer than a few days. Search the body. So a search of the man's body turns up the flowing. Here's some loot. Just going to take the good stuff. And now I'm at 100% encumbrance, so... If I get anything else, I'm going to have to start throwing away my sylphs and my quarterstaffs. My scythes and my quarterstaffs. Having finished your search, you once again prepare to resume your cautious exploration. Alright, keep making my way east. This is a trap again. 47 failure. It goes off like the last time. 12 damage. And I'll just heal that. Alright. Alright, and now at the end of the passage. Something stirs. Suddenly, something stirs in the darkness just up ahead. Through every nerve on edge. You wait for several long moments. Your eyes scouring the dark for any further sign of movement. At last, convinced whatever you saw is no longer there. Prepare to continue on your way. Okay. Uh, here's the trap check. 137 success. Okay, that. I disarm it, and then I hop over it. Alright, now the passage as ends in... Ends in three little circles that... Right next to each other. Two in a row, and then one... Two in a, two in a column, and then one, about, one to the left of it. Anyhow, alright, trap check, 77 success, the very northeast corner, there's nothing, it's southeast corner, suddenly something stirs in the shadows just up ahead, with your every nerve on edge, you wait for several long moments, your eyes scour in the dark for any further side of movement, class convinced that whatever was sure is no longer there, prepare to continue on your way. Trap check, 97 success. I got the trap. Alright. Hmm. Wait a minute, where is he? Oh, he must have sneaked out while I was exploring. Is that it? What happens if I leave the cave? You can west, you can west nearby, nearby thicket, still able to keep an eye on the mouth of the cave. You settle down for some west. Your stamina points have been fully restored. Reinvigorated by the much needed west, you cautiously make your way back to the base of the walk face. Keep hunting down the silver snake then. Okay. It still records where I've been. Alright. 
keep going, keep going, keep going. Where are you, Mr. Silver Snake? Alright. Where are you? 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 Have you gone into a little corner somewhere? Where are you? Suddenly, I went to the northwest corner. You suddenly become aware of a lone figure lurking in the gloom at the end of the passage. Instinctively, you draw to a halt and assume a defensive stance as your eyes strain against the gloom. Struggling to stay fixed on whoever is attempting to remain viewed in the shadow. I don't quite understand how I allowed myself to become cornered. It was the voice of a man as the figure draws swiftly towards within a few yards of you and stops. Alright, now you've caught me. What happens now? Your pulse waits, standing only a few yards sides from you. His arms folded across his chest, his silver snake. Before you can answer the assassin's question, he again speaks. How about we come to an arrangement that suits us both? Growls Quinsink. No doubt you're seeking the price attached to my head. Let me wake, make you a better offer. Okay, I could listen to his offer. Yeah, but... Hmm, he is... Uh, or I could just let him go to presumably kill again. Or I could attack him right now. No messing about. Attack him. Yeah, I'm going to attack him. Your sudden attack he seems to come as no surprise. The assassin limberly leaps back, draws his sword, expertly brandishing the deadly blade as he attempts to fend off your fierce assault. He's the silver snake. Can kill or subdue. Kill or subdue. I mean, I want everyone to see the justice being done. So, subdue. The silver snake swipes at you with his sword. Keeps going, keeps going, deals, deals a wound. Okay, keep going, keeps going, keep going. He is subdued. A sudden surge of energy overtakes you, and you lay four impossibly swift blows upon your enemy. For 27 damage, you have subdued your foe. 22 XP. Brutally battered into submission, the silver snake slumps to the cave floor and pleads for mercy. Though you feel little sympathy for the assassin, you step away and allow him to stagger to his feet. Please, let's think this over, he grasps, wiping away the splitter of blood from the corner of his mouth. Make you a much better offer than a one brought you here in search of me. So I can listen to his offer, I can catch him, kill him, or just let him go. What is his offer? Speaking slowly, wincing in nearly every word, Silver Snake tells you he will leave you with directions to a buried chest containing just over 10,000 coins. It's three times what my head is worth, he states coldly. Mind, they're not asking for pity. Simply making just making a much better offer. Oh, that's going to be blood money. What does divination say? It failed. You channel your power of divination, not able to make sense of anything definitive with regards to the veracity of Silver Snake's proposal. So I could accept his proposal. Reject it, catch him, or kill him. Mm. Now, I wait. What does the wiki say? Okay. Yes, he he will he will be good for the money. But uh, if you kill him, you get his wing. Yeah, you get loot. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm still gonna capture him, because that's what that's just feels like the right thing to do. Justice must be seen to be done. Having all, having already been soundly defeated in combat, Silver Snake makes no attempt to fight you or to escape. 
Instead, in a move that surprises you, he simply hangs his head and, ha and stands passively as you bind his arm behind his back with a thick length of rope. Who will pay you the bounty? he asks, as you begin marching out of the cave. No doubt it's old Marinol is behind this. Yes, he's he's had his out for me for quite some time, yes, he's quite the hero. With your captive securely bound, you make begin making your way out of the cave. Once once outside, you you again check the outlaw's bindings, making certain they're secure. Before beginning what you fear will prove to be a long, arduous trek out of the forest. Less than two days after leaving Bentley Wood with Silver Snake in your charge, you meet a man named Harkred on the outskirts of Hawklaw. The thick, bow-chested man, much of his lower face hidden behind an untanked tangle of black hair that seems to pass for a beard, is an official representative of Fane Maridor of Groudock. Does he have a link? Yes. Fane Maridor, one of Grand... One of Tysus' five fanes is the overseer of the city of Graudoc and the vast region that surrounds it. As overseer of Graudoc, and perhaps, perhaps the most strategic and heavily guarded point in all of Tysus, the thane, also, or is also, by virtue of his title, high commander of the massive, ever-present army garrison that stoically defends the gateway to the south. That is the city of Groudoc. Often been, a, often been at odds with the various military leaders whose troops frequently occupy much of the city, the grey-bearded Thane remains a brilliant tactician whose skill and loyalty have served to earn him the favour of the king. Despite being of slight build, the Thane is an expert swordsman who once served as a Tyson border ranger. Though not always noticeable, Thane Maradol walks with a slight limp and has some difficulty raising his left arm. Many have speculated that the blame for this lies with, with the serious injury suffered on the field of battle many years ago. After taking the assassin back into his custody on unceremoniously binding his arms and legs and loading me into the back of a nearby wagon, Harkred promptly prays you the promised bounty. 3,000 gold. Yeah, it's alright. Two men in Harkred's company keep watch over the fugitive as the envoy takes you aside out of, out of earshot. Fain Maradol wishes to relate to me his kindest regards, he says, meeting you in a shoulder cross. He hasn't forgotten the debt Groudoc owes for your help. He also wasn't surprised to know it was you who would be claiming the bounty on the Silver Snake. Yes, because I previously helped Groudoc with the whole Dagger Spire incident, where there was this dust storm that was completely shutting down the city which was going to cover a goblin invasion by a twitch at the behest of a treacherous sorcerer but we dealt with all that and the city was saved alright you speak with how quick at length and learn that Silver Snake will be taken to Pakor where he will face justice for the slaying of one of the city's magistrates the noose or the axe awaits him, says the envoy, sighing. Seems a pity you have to haul, to haul him all that way for something that could be accomplished right here. But as you took the trouble to bring him alive, I'll do my part and see that he is brought before those that will officially pronounce his doom. More justice by far than he deserves. Hawkwood tells you that Thane Maridol would be pleased to see you. You ought not to be a stranger in our fair city, he says as you prepare to depart. The Thane is very keen to hunt down some of the more notorious woes known into this realm. And he didn't tell you that someone such as yourself could play a positive role in such affairs. 
You thank Hawk Red for what you feel is an open invitation to visit Thane, Thane Maradol in Graudoc and, um, and again meet him in a shoulder for a cross before stepping out of the mossy knoll. Hawk Red, standing, standing in the doorway, watches you go, saluting you with a final wave before making his way, way back inside for what you can only surmise will be another frothing tankard. And that finishes this quest and gets me 256 experience to general. And it, this one didn't seem to unlock any more quests. Oh well. And there's no no, no more adventures in the in the Bentlingwood for now. So that is that for now. Next time I'll be um. What will I be doing next time? Oh, I'll think of I'll think of something. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.